Central Oregon has already experienced tragedy on the water this season, and with warmer temperatures coming, even more people will soon flock to local lakes and rivers. I recently sat down with Ashley Massey from the State Marine Board to talk about water safety. It's our natural instinct, you know, to grab some vitamin D and want to hit the waterways. It's tons of fun. It's relaxing. It's a great activity to do. And unfortunately, the statistics also show we always have water-related incidents. So the bottom line is let's break the trend. Let's start, you know, really thinking about if you're going to hit the water, bring a life jacket. It's the easiest piece of equipment, highly available. Just get a life jacket that you'll wear. It's that simple. You've said before, hot weather and cold water can be a deadly combination. The cold water, it sometimes can be refreshing. The thing is, is it's also very dangerous. All bodies respond the same way to cold water. And whether you intend to get wet or not, the body's going to react the exact same way. And it's going to preserve its core body temperature. Why is it that the first minute in the water is the most dangerous? What we like to tell folks is just to remember the 110-1 principle. So the first 60 seconds are really the most critical, especially if you wind up immersed when you don't expect to be. And that's the point in time when you hyperventilate, you can easily experience the gas reflex and suck in water. When your body goes through that, if your head isn't already above the water, your chances of taking water into your lungs is greater, right? And then that's going to shock the body even further. And what typically happens is the hands will raise. You can't make sound. Very rarely can a person yell for help. Then the next 10 minutes is essentially for self-rescue because within that first 10 minutes, that's when the blood from your body is going to start to go towards the core to keep your core functions warm. And you'll lose dexterity and your muscles may begin to cramp when you start moving. And this is also a period of time where we lose a lot of folks to drowning. It doesn't matter how good a swimmer you are. Then the next is a one hour time frame, and all people are hypothermic within an hour. There are different stages to hypothermia, but to be honest, in Oregon, we don't lose people to hypothermia. It's that first 10 minutes where we lose folks to cold water shock. 85% of the time, it's because they weren't wearing a life jacket. What reasons do people give for not wearing a life jacket? I'd say the number one reason is that you get hot and they're uncomfortable. And we counter that with, have you tried one on lately? <laughs> is this just the vision you have of the May West orange bulky life jacket of old? They're not like that anymore. Of course, you can still get that type of life jacket and they work exceptionally well. But there's so many more styles and varieties out there made for pretty much every activity that you can do on the water that are breathable, that provide inherent flotation. There's even an inflatable mechanical type of life jacket that looks like a harness. There's even a belt pack style where when you deploy it, it inflates out in front and then you put it over your head just like you would a life jacket that's provided on airplanes. And most are also designed so you have plenty of room to actually swim and recreate without any inhibited movement whatsoever. Water recreation has changed. Stand-up paddleboards and kayaks are now so popular. What trends are the Marine Board seeing? 
it used to be open motorboats and they were predominant on Oregon waterways, but paddlecraft have exploded over the last decade or more. Drift boating is also experiencing a surge of new interest. Lots of people love to raft, but I'd say that the common denominator when we look at just recreational boating statistics is that we've seen an increase along with the use in paddlecraft fatalities. A lot of folks are inexperienced, may not know how to prepare and the type of equipment that's best to keep them safe. The other trend that we're starting to see is a lot of people going out there, not only with the inexperience, but they're going by themselves. And so the chances of something going wrong and not having anyone there to render aid go up. The other piece of it is depending on the river volume and the flow, could mean even more challenging conditions. So you might have more whitewater conditions. There may be underwater obstructions. And if you're not sure how to maneuver in time, you could easily wind up getting trapped and have difficulty getting out of a situation. So that's what we see a lot. In 2022, most of our fatalities occurred on rivers. 2020 was Oregon's deadliest year on the water. 26 people died in recreational boating incidents. But last year we had 16 recreational fatalities and of those 10 were not wearing life jackets. In addition to life jackets, the Marine Board suggests everyone make a float plan. Make sure that other people at least know where you're going, the type of craft you're in, and when you expect to be back. That way, if you're not back, that's go time, perhaps to have family call for help. If you're looking for more tips on staying safe in the water this summer, visit boat.oregon.gov. There is a large search bar and you can type in any of the terms we've used today, hypothermia, life jackets, cold water. Ashley Massey with the Oregon State Marine Board. I'm Heather Roberts here on FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.